Welcome to episode 26, the best workouts to help you feel great. And I know what's going through your head. I don't want to take half a day to exercise. Or maybe it's, I really don't like super high intensity. I want to enjoy my workouts. I want to do something. I want to accomplish a goal with my workouts. But I want it to be effective. My goal for you is by the time we finish our time together today, you start moving to increase your energy. We are in the middle of an energy series. Last episode, I talked about imagining a day of extraordinary energy and why extraordinary energy is so important for you to have. And one of the essentials for that is exercise. In fact, in the last episode where I talked about stress, talked about sleep, I also talked about during the middle of the day, one of the boosts that you can get if you are like, oh, I feel like I need a nap, but I can't take a nap where I work or my situation, exercise, even a short burst of exercise is something that you can do. And we're going to get into the varieties of workouts that can help you feel great. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Three different types of workouts to help you feel great. One is the HIT routine. I've got a friend who he wanted to start doing some high intensity high intensity interval training because he was like, I can do anything for 15 minutes. I can do anything for 20 minutes. And that is a good route to go if you're looking at, I don't have a lot of time or I don't want to take a lot of time for this. You can do a HIIT workout. And I have a video on pros and cons of HIIT workouts, and I will put the link to that in the show notes. But I'm going to go ahead and give you a few little thoughts around HIIT. One is that you want to make sure you have a base fitness level before doing that. HIIT workouts are not something, an exercise physiologist, this is something I study, it's something I take personal training clients through. So hear me on this. You don't want to start out with a HIIT routine right off the gate. You want to already be for about six to eight weeks, eight weeks really being more the ideal of a traditional type of fitness routine. So walking on a regular basis, maybe walking and jogging on a regular basis, get that going first. Also, if you're doing a HIIT routine, don't just grab one off the internet first thing, work with a trainer, go someplace that has a class and make sure the instructor for that high intensity interval training workout is watching your form because it is high intensity, which means you're typically, if you don't have training in how to make sure your foot lands or how to make sure that your shoulders are aligned with what, you know, you can really set yourself up for injury. In fact, I've got a friend who he was doing the hit routines kind of right off the bat and did get an injury. So make sure that you're getting the help that you need. HIIT workouts are not like, oh, we're just going to go for a stroll. They have their place. I enjoy doing them. The other thing with a HIIT workout is that's not going to be your everyday workout. 
So if you're exercising for energy, do not do a high intensity interval training every day. That not only is not going to set, it's going to set you up for injury, but also it doesn't give your body time to recuperate, doesn't give your muscles time to rebuild. So you need to combine it with a couple of the other workouts that I'm going to tell you about. Also, from a mental standpoint, HIIT workouts are really good for some things and really not good for some things. And I have a a cheat sheet, so to speak, that just email me and I will send to you the the Sherry at the Life.com and I'll send a link to you on this. Because with a HIIT workout or a moderate intensity workout, they do different things in the brain. When you are getting ready to learn, when you are, let's say you're studying for a continuing education exam, that is a fabulous time to do a high intensity interval training workout. It activates portions of the brain that are important for learning. Also, they're really good for, or I shouldn't say really good for, it may help, may hurt. Some literature shows it can hurt, but a lot of the literature shows it helps with creativity. So if you have an activity that is needs a lot of creative juices, a high-intensity interval training workout the day of, of that creative work, fabulous idea. However, it's not great for memory recall. In fact, it shuts down, so to speak, some of the memory recall. So going back to that idea of, you know, you're studying for some type of certification or continuing education exam, something like that, learning it, do those high intensity workouts on those days. But the day of the test, the day of the exam, nope, just go for a nice, easy walk. Second type of workout to help you feel great is a moderate intensity workout. And you don't have to do that all at once. In my book, Go Forward 28 Days to Eat, Move and Enjoy Life God's Way, the moving chapters in there, the part about the exercise, I talk about three different ways to get in your moderate intensity. And by this, I mean, you're go- it's a brisk walk. It's a light jog, something that you can do for an, a continued length of time. You could do this for 30 minutes straight or for an hour straight. And you've got three different ways that you can get that in. One is what I call step shots. Step shots are simply old-fashioned pedometer or closing the rings on your Apple Watch if you use that, where during the day you accumulate little here, little there movement. The next one I call a short shot. This is more intentional. You know, the step shots are just, I'm going to take the long way around to go to this meeting, or I'm going to park further away when I go to the store. A short shot, that's intentional. I'm going to go for a 10-minute walk at lunch. I'm going to go for a 15-minute walk after dinner. Those are times that are dedicated for movement, but it's not 30, 45 minutes, an hour long shot. And the third one is a solo shot. That's when you say, this is when I'm getting my workout in. I'm going to go run before breakfast, or I'm going to go run before my workday starts, or I'm going to go run in the evening so that my stress gets out, or I'm going to go lift weights. That is when you're saying, this is my dedicated long time to exercise. Each of those have benefits. And I'm going to walk you through a few of those benefits. The solo shots... If you're looking at fitness from a fitness standpoint, maybe you want to train for your first 5K, your first 10K, you need to do it as a solo shot. You're not going to get fit enough to do a 10K, a half marathon, just by doing step shots. 
On the other hand, if you go do that solo shot and then you sit on your tush the rest of the day and you don't move at all, there's actually a lot of research that shows not only from a brain standpoint and how our energy goes, how, how our alertness drops when we're sitting too much. And I've got a video on that. I'll link that in the, the show notes as well. When you sit for that long, it from a health standpoint, it is damaging to you. So from an immediate energy and mental energy standpoint, it's damaging, but also from just a health standpoint. Short shots and step shots, those are fabulous for energy because they keep the blood flow going to the brain fresh, lots of fresh, fresh oxygen to your brain. The third way of moving, the third best workout to help you feel great is drum roll move. This can be Calf raises, calisthenics, stretching, using a standing desk, anything that gets the blood to the brain that's not just totally sedentary, not moving. It decreases that buildup of stress hormones. And the stress hormones, when you are dealing with stress and you don't move, your prefrontal cortex the I love something in some research that I found on this. The phrase that they used was rapidly impair. Stress hormones rapidly impair your prefrontal cortex, your ability to think and make decisions and be alert and calm in a situation that will be taken care of if you are moving throughout the day. And again, it can just be I'm on a phone call, so I'm going to do some calf raises and stand up during this. In episode 15, Fast and Easy Ways to Keep Your Energy Up, I listed several different little ideas, one of which was a three-minute intense exercise. And intense doesn't mean high-intensity interval training, but it means I'm going to go really walk briskly or go up and down the stairs briskly for 180 seconds. That is something I challenge you to test yourself with. If you feel as though your energy is taking a dip during the day, before you just throw in the towel and say, oh, forget it, I, I can't do any mental work, you know, deep mental work the rest of the day, take a 180-second test. Go walk fast. Go do some jumping jacks. Go do jumping jacks and then some push-ups, something to get the blood flowing to your brain and see how much more alert you feel. It's not just about energy. I'll give you a couple of little productivity stats. One of the things when people say, I just don't have time for this, even to work it into my day. I don't have time for this. These stats will prove to you that you can be as effective, as efficient, as productive when you are exercising. There, I loved this. It's, this came out of Bristol University. There was a research study where they took the same group of people. So it wasn't two different groups of people. It was the same group of people. And they measured their productivity on days that they exercised. And they measured their productivity on days that they did not exercise. They were 22% more productive on days that they exercised. So if you're saying, I just don't have time, you don't have time not to be physically active. And again, you don't have to go do a two-hour workout at a gym. You don't have to do a high-intensity workout if that's not your style. But take these ideas that I've just given you. You've got plenty of them now. And if you need to, if you need to figure out, okay, how exactly does this fit in? Or 
specifics of what can I do other than just walk because maybe I don't like to walk or something like that, shoot me an email, sherry at com. Reach out to me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm trying to think where all I am. So reach out to me and I'll be happy to give you some real specific ideas for you because I want you to be able to have the best workouts to help you feel great. Cannot wait to be with you in our next session because we are going to keep this theme of getting energized without living on lattes, but we are going to be talking about ingesting things next next time, specifically water. I will talk to you then. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.